This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by the Law Offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. And a good Saturday night. And a good evening, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you live on this Saturday night uh, here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, It's a strange broadcast or a strange setup uh, for the broadcast. Uh, I am sitting uh, in my home studio uh, delivering a live broadcast on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, J-Doc is sitting... uh, uh, by telephone, and he joins us here uh, by phone, and we bring you into the conversation. Jay Doc, a good Saturday night to you, sir. Thank you, Joe. It certainly is um, times like we've never experienced before, and certainly, uh, you know, it is strange. Obviously, you're in your you're in your studio, I'm in mine, um, but the show must go on. No, no doubt about that. And we've got a great lineup and a great uh, live show for the listening audience tonight. And we want to thank everyone for tuning in here on a Saturday night. This will become uh, your live voice box for not only the union community here in Philadelphia, but to present and provide uh, an incredible amount of information tonight on the show as we get into Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. We're going to talk about that term that everybody is referencing, J-Doc, uh, that is telemedicine. And we're going to spend uh, a lot of time uh, on this show uh, talking about that. Uh, Hank Christensen will be along with us in the next segment, uh, and we'll begin there. We'll begin with the conversation and the question, what is telemedicine? Yeah, no question about it. And we've been talking about it, by the way, for years. And it's amazing how uh, it's coming into play right now at, at, at when it's most needed. Uh, and certainly, you know, our heroes out there right now include our nurses, our doctors, our first responders, and they're in harm's way. Telemedicine is providing an opportunity for our, for our citizens to be able to get um, great advice uh, from top quality medical professionals in you know, in the safety of their own homes. And so it's a big, it's a big deal now more than ever. No doubt about that. I, uh, a little bit later on in the program, uh, John Doherty is going to jump into the conversation and join us for just a couple of minutes. And uh, we look forward to bringing John on to the show. Uh, we had hoped to kick off the show with John here in the opening couple of minutes, but we may end up uh, bringing him into our final segment to close out this edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. J-Doc, uh, I wanted you to comment um, on a statement that I sent uh, earlier today to the president of the AFL-CIO, Pat Eiding. I sent him uh, a reference uh, and basically said a majority of workers on the front lines right now 
including nurses, including health care workers, police officers, etc., represent a union in this country. I'd like to begin that conversation on the labor show tonight. Is that an accurate statement? Your thoughts? Yes, a large portion of, of, uh, of those on the front lines are union members, and those people that are in solidarity with one another um, really risking all. And at this point, and, and certainly, as we've talked about many times in the past, you know, not the stereotypical union member that people think, you know, like our building trades men and women, uh, you know, in our construction outfits, um, but those um, who are who are nurses, who are healthcare workers? We got uh, individuals from PASNAP, uh, from 1199C here in, in in Philadelphia, and by the way, all across the country. And let's not forget our first responders, our police and firemen, who are all union members. Um, and of course, some aren't. Some 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 uh, some healthcare workers are not. But they're all heroes today. That's for darn sure. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you live on a Saturday night here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We're presented by Pond Lahaki. We're powered by our good friends down at the Sinesta Hotel. Uh, and our uh, thoughts are with all of the employees uh, from the Sinesta Hotel. As many of you know, we do our uh, live labor leader roundtable uh, every six weeks uh, down at at the Sinesta Hotel, uh, our last roundtable was just an incredible uh, success. It was a great broadcast. Uh, we don't know at this moment uh, when our, the next time, J-Doc, we will go to the Sinesta, uh, but we do think about them. We keep the Sinesta in our thoughts, uh, obviously, uh, the entire industry, uh, as well as all of the businesses are shut down. Absolutely. Our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody at Sinesta and in the hospitality industry, of which I was a part of for 20 years of my life, 15 years of my life. And I'd like to say, you know, you know, obviously we're thinking about the, the business owners. We're talking about the, the bars, the restaurants, um, the waitresses, the waiters, those people that depend on tips. I mean, you hear it all day long and I can't say it enough. Um, a lot of those places are, are, are open for takeout. Uh, if you get the opportunity, you know, please do it. You know, do do the takeout when you can afford it, and 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 leave a tip that's, you know, going to help somebody. I know we're all in this. It's a scary situation, but well said, Joe. A lot, a lot of those individuals are also unite here. Uh, you know, a lot of those people are uh, uh, are are are, um, are union members. It's not unite here anymore. It's here and unite. But the point I'm making is. Um, a lot of those people in the ind- industry are shut down and their homes scared. So our thoughts and prayers go out with them all. All right. Very good stuff, Jay Doc. I'm going to uh, uh, tell Phil to put you on hold uh, for just a moment as we get ready to go into our opening commercial break here on Saturday Night Live with uh, Philly Labor. Uh, we're also driven by Jim Stevenson and Chapman Ford uh, on the boulevard. And I shout out to Jimmy tonight. He's been servicing the union community for 35 plus years. Uh, anybody out there that has a question uh, 
uh, or a need, uh, Jim Stevenson uh, is your man uh, in terms of being able to help support and provide uh, whatever the union community uh, needs. As we get ready to go into the commercial break, remember, coming up on the other side, what is telemedicine? We'll begin there uh, with Hank Christensen, who will join us and spend the next two segments uh, educating you uh, about teledoc, about telemedicine, and all of that. We'll get into that conversation uh, first as we roll to the break a coronavirus update from Dr. Tony Alice, uh, who is uh, with the Philadelphia Department of health back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor are being sponsored by Plumbers Local 690, Ironworkers Local 401, and SEIU Local 32BJ. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll be to it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. And back here live on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT telemedicine. What is it? Uh, there's a lot for you to learn tonight. Hank Christensen, Senior Vice President, Call a Doctor Plus, uh, is joining us uh, for this segment and the next segment. Uh, Hank, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show uh, tonight and for joining us uh, by phone. I appreciate it, sir. You're welcome. And you can hear me okay? Yeah, we have you fine, and you're coming into uh, into the show uh, loud and clear. Hank, let me get you to begin. There's been uh, one uh, press conference uh, after another. Um, the uh, reference or the mention uh, from uh, whether it's the president, whether it's the vice president, whether it's the mayor of Philadelphia, is utilize telemedicine. And I feel as though that... Uh, that those two words or that one word telemedicine is right in front of us right now uh, and I'd love for you to answer the question sure sure so let, let me just start here though uh, Joe Kraus and Joe Doc very very pleased to be on your show tonight uh, sorry um, that you know we're not um, you know at the hotel I appreciate the, the the great dinner that we had you know once before in, in advance of a show you got a rain check going on, so Hank. Yeah, 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 definitely. But in regards to telemedicine, I'm pleased to be here to talk about that this evening. And you know, and and in truth, um, many many people are are learning about telemedicine. There's been bunches of them that did it in, in advance, but many more are learning. Telemedicine is this: it's, it's a very 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 simple concept. Twenty four seven access to a primary care doctor in the state where you are, doctor will consult, meaning that they have a lot of questions. They'll diagnose. It's an upper respiratory infection. Um, it's a, you know, a sinus infection. Or in this day and age, um, I think that there's some risk in regards to uh, coronavirus um, and will direct you accordingly. Um, so, you know, it's been a while, been around for quite a while. Um, we work uh, with the Teladoc network. We're not Teladoc, but we work with the Teladoc network. And Teladoc has about 27 million members that have access to telemedicine at this point. So I'll, I'll put it just into practice in one example. 
you wake up in the morning, you have an upper respiratory infection, you have three traditional choices in regards to getting medical care and, you know, possibly an antibiotic, primary care, call your doctor, request an appointment, tough if it's a weekend, uh, people wait longer and longer, as we all know, um, go to urgent care, um, and the emergency room. Um, you know, for the latter two, um, those are the ones, the systems that we just can't afford to get jammed up these days with, you know, in regards to, you know, the virus that's, uh, you know, hanging out with all of us, um, you know, right now. So, so telemedicine, you know, becomes the fourth choice. And for union members through our, our, our program of Call Doctor Plus, access is free, costs the, the member nothing, um, access for dependents free, costs the dependent nothing. Um, talk with the doctor in, there was a time when I could say 10 minutes, um, now it may be 20 or 30 minutes because, you know, we're simply very busy. Um, talk with the doctor um, in, you know, in a matter of minutes, um, doctor consults, doctor diagnoses, and most importantly, for many conditions, doctors prescribe. And two important features there uh, that, that come through loud and clear. One, uh, there's very little wait. Two, there's three of them, I guess. It's free. And, and the third one is no time spent in a hospital or any sort of a medical waiting room, um, places where, quite honestly, we never wanted to go. And now there's very, very good reason not to show up in those facilities we don't have to. Hank, um, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, and, and Hank, it's Jay Doc, and we've been talking about, it's amazing, we've done several shows over the last several years uh, about teledoc and telemedicine. Never more did we think that um, that it was going to be needed than now um, in, 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 in such a pandemic situation where it protects people from, from, from being in emergency rooms where they can, um, you know, get impacted by the uh, coronavirus, but uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, tell a doc- call a doctor in in uh, in particular. What what um, is makes it different than other telemedicine services? Sure, sure. I very much appreciate that question. So, call a doctor plus. That's the company that I'm with that works with the Teladoc network. We've been around since 2012. We pr- provide services right now uh, for nine. nine um, about 90,000 um, union members. And the reason why um, we um, get chosen uh, as a provider for telemedicine for funds um, is because we have a capacity uh, to drive high utilization. And so I'll put that in context. Um, every time someone picks up the phone and uses telemedicine in preference to the other three choices that I mentioned, um, there's money to be saved both for the member, the dependent, uh, and the fund. Um, and, and, so, and so consequently, if you have telemedicine, but you have very little utilization, you, of course, save no money, the fund, and members aren't, gonna use, aren't, aren't using the program. Um, if you have high utilization, that's good for everyone. And so in many instances, Call a Doctor Plus is seen as an engagement company, a company that is a telemedicine company that has the capacity through hard, hard materials, 
um, through electronic uh, communications, through social media, um, and for our purposes, most importantly, for on-site visits um, to, you know, work sites, to unionized hospitals, to teacher teachers groups that are unionized, to explain the service. It's pretty simple, very simple, 24-7 access to a doctor, um, and then get people to use it. But one of the crazy things about telemedicine is, is that it has you know, 95% satisfaction. Consequently, if you can get one person, if you can get a person to use it, they're going to they're gonna come back and 95% of the time they're going to have a good experience and they're going to come back and use it time after time. Every time they save money, every time the fund saves money, and in this day and age, every time they spend no time in a bad waiting room. Um, and so it's that capacity to drive engagement, to get people to pay attention and use the service. That's what sets us apart from other telemedicine companies. Hank Christensen joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. On the other side of the break, uh, Christopher Schoeder, who's the VP of Member Engagement, uh, will join us for a few minutes. Hank, before we get to the break, I've got a few minutes left in this segment. I want to get you to at least um, help us understand um, telemedicine and what it can do and and or not do in terms of how it relates to the coronavirus? Sure, sure. So, um, just give me one second here. Um, so, teledoc, um, telemedicine um, can't provide testing. Telemedicine can't order testing. Um, but telemedicine or our telemedicine physicians, who, by the way, are simply primary care doctors, you know, um, you can assume that there's basically 50 networks of doctors from all 50 states, um, meaning that if you call Teladoc, um, you know, from Pennsylvania, you're going to talk with the Teladoc, you know, you're going to talk with the physician from Pennsylvania. If you call from Ohio, you're going to talk with the doctor from, from Ohio. So keeping that in mind, um, Teladoc doctors can determine um, with, with some degree, uh, with a great de- degree of, of success, whether um, you have a sinus infection, an upper respiratory infection, or if it's looking as though uh, it might be coronavirus. Um, one of the important features of that is that, you know, while, you know, coronavirus is around, all of these other ailments, that we, you know, that we have this time of the year, the flu, upper respiratory, sinus, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Those are all going on also. Um, and, and so if you have people with all of those ailments heading off to an emergency room, we got a big problem. Same time, if we can eliminate many of those people from going to the emergency room because the doctors, because our doctor says, you have an upper respiratory infection and I'm going to order an antibiotic for you, or you have the flu and I'm going to offer you Tamiflu. That's a huge deal in regards to one, not jamming up the system and two, providing a lot of people um, with, you know, a diagnosis that probably is going to be a little less concerning than, than Corona at this point. 
Saturday so, Night Live with Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We'll get to a commercial break on the other side of the break. We'll keep Hank uh, with us. Hank Christensen, who is the Senior Vice President of Kala Doctor Plus. Christopher Schroeder will join us. He's the VP of Member Engagement. Why are we bringing Christopher into the conversation? There's a surge. There's a there's a heavier interest right now in you in uh, local union interest in Teladoc, and we'll bring Christopher in to have uh, that part of the conversation as well. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor are brought to you by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Iron Workers Local 405, and Steam Fitters Local 420. We're going to try to work with Republicans in a bipartisan way to find solutions to what really is not working. And back here live on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, we realize we're in the middle of a crisis, and we thank everyone uh, for turning to Talk Radio uh, to get the very latest. The subject matter of our show tonight uh, is telemedicine, and we're thrilled to have Hank Christensen, Senior Vice President, Call a Doctor Plus, heavy supporter of the union community, J-Doc, uh, and we're thrilled to have him. Speaking of, of, of unions, Hank, you have a, uh, a relationship with News Guild 10 in Philadelphia who utilizes, uh, you know, the services and has been doing so for years. Tell us how that's worked. Okay, stand by, J-Doc. We'll try and bring uh, Hank in. We did invite, it's, uh, you referenced the Newspaper Guild, we did invite Bill Ross uh, into uh, the show tonight. He was not uh, able to make it, but as you uh, had mentioned, uh, J-Doc, in your uh, question for Hank, and hopefully we'll get him back to ask, they've had a long-standing relationship uh, with the Newspaper Guild. Uh, going back, J-Doc, I've got to believe it's four years now uh, that sure. we've been that we've been talking about that partnership with uh, the newspaper guild uh, and what they've done for the members of the newspaper guild. Yeah, and 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 we're associate members of the news guild, and and uh, and you mentioned Bill Ross, who's done an amazing, amazing job on behalf of the entire membership. Uh, and Bill couldn't be couldn't be with us like you, you mentioned, but I will say this: they've been championing telemedicine and Teladoc Plus uh, since the very beginning. J-Doc, you have Hank the, back on the line, so if you want to jump back in with sure. your question, we do have Hank now back on the show. Hank, tell us, you know, first of all, welcome back, and second of all, tell us about your relationship with the News Guild, and tell us about how um, Teladoc Plus has worked for the News Guild members here in Philadelphia. Sure, sure. Um, and I'll be pretty brief with that, but uh, we've been working with Bill Ross and the News Guild for, I, I think it's probably closer to five or six years at this point. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they were one of the first unions in, in the greater Philadelphia area that came on board. Um, and, uh, and the bottom line is, is that they're, they're, they're a group that uh, learned early on that telemedicine was, you know, a, a standard way of accessing care for common conditions. They use it a lot. Um, Bill has been um, a great fan um, of our service, uh, quite vocal um, about that. Um, there, you know, a couple of years ago, um, you know, I, I don't think he would mind saying, um, you know, they had uh, in this day and age, um, you know, they had a, a, a flat, um, you know, they had no 
cost um, raise in regards to their um, health care plan uh, for, for, for the year. Um, Bill attributed all of that to telemedicine, simply saying that people didn't go to the ER anymore for, all of, for a lot of common conditions instead used telemedicine. So, yeah, uh, I mean, that, and, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say costs now. Um, and Bill has been saying that that was a big deal uh, with, with, the, with the cost savings, and, and, and particularly it saves people from having to go to the emergency room. What's important there to understand is, to our listeners is, and this happened, I, re, I had a major realization is that sometimes when you got to go see your doctor, it takes three to four to five weeks. The only other solution you have would be to go to the emergency room or urgent care uh, for, for, for some ailments that are really, um, you know, that you shouldn't have to do that. The great part right. about telemedicine is we've been able to call the, the, the you know, Teladoc Plus and get instant, uh, almost instant uh, access to a doctor. And at that point, um, we, we get service right there. Talk about real right. quick the, uh, the coronavirus uh, and, and what Teladoc has been able to do to help with this situation. Sure, sure. Uh, well, you know, for starters, you know, one of the crazy things is, is that, um, you know, is that Teladoc is just extremely, extremely busy um, at this point, understandably. And, and I'll also mention, um, I've had, you know, we do a lot, we do a lot of, uh, I'll call it customer service, meaning that, you know, we, we literally provide our cell phone numbers um, to um, union groups um, so that they have any difficulties um, accessing Teladoc that they call us. Um, I had three phone calls today from um, Ohio AFSCME members um, and who were having some, some degree of difficulty, um, you know, accessing a consultation. Um, people are hungry you know, for telemedicine at this point, and, and they're paying a lot of attention. However, in regards to, uh, you know, the virus, I, I, this is something I'm going to read because this is, you know, because I want to be very clear about what Teladoc can and can't do. And, you know, and, of course, I'm not a physician. So, um, but, but Teladoc doctors can answer questions about the, the disease, meaning uh, coronavirus. Evaluate your risk and provide support by phone or video to keep, to help relieve symptoms for affected patients addressing both physical and mental health needs. Um, and I think that that mental health needs is an important one, um, you know, that we also need to pay attention to, which is essentially means there's a lot of folks out there that are very anxious um, and, uh, and scared uh, in regards, you know, to this illness, both for themselves, you know, and in many instances, um, you know, like myself, um, you know, my, my mom is a, you know, is a senior senior um, and uh, uh, lots of concerns, you know, about that. Um, but again, we also want to be clear that um, that Teladoc is not going to test you, you know, for coronavirus. Um, however, they will, um, you know, uh, help you uh, access CDC, uh, you know, who will provide, you know, members who are at risk with additional information. Um, but I do think that one of the important features, I, I go back to it again, is that all the other illnesses that we have going on right now are also in play. And it's very important that we, you know, treat those appropriately, meaning that the flu an upper respiratory infection for people who are not compromised, you know, while, um, you know, not pleasant, 
you know, is not necessarily life-threatening. And we don't want those people jamming up a system that are dealing with a virus that is life-threatening. Saturday Night so. Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, Hank Christensen, Senior Vice President of Kala Doctor Plus, is joining us here tonight on the show. A couple of minutes left uh, in the segment. I did promise to bring you Christopher Schoder, who's the Vice President of Member Engagement. Uh, Chris, let me bring you into the uh, conversation um, and you can perhaps talk about uh, member engagement, what that means. Hank just referenced today, uh, the phones are busy. Union leaders uh, are calling uh, Teladoctor, reaching out to you. Um, elaborate for us, if you will, on member engagement, what that actually means. Absolutely. And uh, thanks a lot for having me on the show. No, thanks so, for being here. No, yeah, no problem. Um, so as Hank mentioned uh, we've been extremely busy, and in terms of both inquiries from new funds who we've talked to in the past, but uh, you know, never really made the final decision to implement telemedicine, but it's always kind of been on their radar. Um, and then on the other hand, we're managing the increasing calls, like like Hank said, uh, our calls have gone from about ten thousand video and, and phone calls a day to over 15,000 uh, videos and, and phone calls a day. So we're seeing a tremendous increase. Um, and, you know, doctors are working extremely hard to, uh, you know, meet the demand of the patients. So um, I wanted to build a little bit on what Hank was, was saying earlier. If a member calls in with, with the coronavirus type symptoms, the first thing that the teledoc doctor will do is is manage the patient clinically like they would um, any other condition. So they're going to explain. They're going to ask a bunch of questions first to determine their risk level, and they're going to determine if the member is high risk, low risk, or if they have no risk at all. Uh, if the member is high risk, then they will assist them uh, in, in terms of educating them about these are the uh, you know symptoms that are similar to coronavirus, and uh, here's what we recommend doing, and here are some resources, uh, like Hank was saying, the CDC, as well as the local public health authority uh, who can direct them to a lab if they, you know, need to get tested. So, um, you know, they're not going to issue a test, like Hank said, but they will recommend, uh, you know, and provide resources for the members. Well, it's been, uh, and, it's been, well, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Go ahead. No, no worries. Uh, in terms of member engagement and, and increasing awareness of the service, we uh, collect email addresses and, and cell phone numbers when we implement the service uh, with our, our fund partners and our employer partners. And what that allows us to do is to communicate through social media as well. So um, members can click on posts, they'll see uh, relevant information instead of seeing, you know, when they're going down their Facebook feed, instead of seeing an ad for uh, a local supermarket, they might see an ad for Teladoc. And we're trying to just make sure that the members know that they have access to this benefit uh, and we can provide uh, customized posts to them that are relevant and ha are co-branded with the Union Funds logo and Teladoc 
and just help to expand uh, this great partnership that, uh, you know, allows the members and their dependents to get access to this service. Well done and well said. Christopher Schroeder, Vice President of Member Engagement, uh, and Hank Christensen. Hank, uh, we're going to say goodbye because we're up against the uh, up against the commercial break, but uh, I do want to use the last 10 segments of the segment to uh, say to you, to your entire team, uh, and to everyone that has been so helpful to the union community, uh, thank you. Uh, and certainly encourage all uh, of um, the union leaders uh, to get connected uh, with you, Hank Christensen. You've done a great job uh, in building your footprint amongst the Philadelphia union community. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. All right, good stuff from Hank Christensen and also Christopher Schroeder, Vice President of Member Engagement. More on Teladoc as uh, we roll on, not only tonight, but in future shows. We'll get to a commercial break. On the other side, John Doherty will join us back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor are being sponsored by IOTC Local 8, District 1199C, and the Newspaper Guild. The right-wing conservatives don't have to drive themselves crazy. They can walk there. <laughs> God bless you. Here live on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we uh, come to you for our final segment. Again, special thanks, J-Doc, to Hank Christensen, Senior Vice President, Kala Doctor Plus, uh, for joining us. Uh, Christopher Schroeder, the VP of Member Engagement, uh, also on the line. But it was really uh, meaningful for Hank uh, to break through all of the dynamics that Teladoc uh, is providing uh, for uh, unions, for locals, for business managers, and for all uh of the members. Well done. Great job uh, by Hank Christensen. Uh, really appreciate uh, having him uh, be on uh, the show tonight. We're going to jump right now, Jay Doc, and bring in John Doherty, uh, who's going to join us. And uh, fitting that we can bring you in tonight, uh, John, uh, for this final segment uh, of the live show uh, amidst all of the chaos uh, that is happening uh, in the world right now. Uh, welcome in to Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Yeah, crazy times, Joe. It is crazy out there. You know? it's, it's, John, it's, it's, it's empty. It's absolutely, um, it's, it's, it's like almost being like in the twilight zone. I think we can all agree on that. John, if you would, um, an update, uh, you know, on, on, the, uh, on the building trades and the construction industry um, here in Philadelphia. We've gotten some, you know, in, you know, some, some information that some of the jobs, at least um, so I talked to Kevin Moore from the Ironworkers yesterday. He said up to 80% of their jobs shut down uh, on Friday. T- tell us what the uh, status is uh, throughout the entire city, if you would. Well, first of all, you know, I'd like to publicly thank, and I don't do it enough, we've been staying in touch, all the labor leaders in the Philadelphia Building Trades, Okay, we've been doing conference calling, a FaceTiming, et cetera. But let me tell you, every single labor leader has been 100% in tune with making sure priority that their members are taken care of, their members are safe, any and all benefits that they can get their members, all benefits and all job uh, safety and requirements of you know, sanitizer, et cetera. These guys have been on the ball. They do a great job there. Then, you know, on the back end, we're trying to keep everybody working. And some people have, and I've had some serious conversations. You know, I talked to a tremendous amount of 
medical specialist. I had a building trade safety meeting, which is made up of, you know, some people like MedTech and OSHA and a lot of people who join the building trades on quarterly meetings. We, we reconvene just to handle these issues, and that's been uh, weeks ago. So we've had, you know, a series of meetings. You know, we've been on this topic from day number one. You know, we feel comfortable going to work with all the safeguards we have in. For example, I mentioned MedTech. We have them in front of most of the large jobs starting this morning, you know, checking the health, taking the temperature, making sure our people are good when they go in and good when they come out. You know, we're keeping a distance. We've made some serious changes. You know, we've partnered up with the GBCA, you know, which is our normal alliance, just not one we usually use. You know, myself, the building trades, you know, have been, and everyone's included in these conversations, including the Philadelphia Carpenters, the regional carpenters. And this is covering Philly and the, Philly and the surrounding suburbs, too. But uh, what we did is, we, you know, unified. We made some concessions to try to drive, you know, our people to uh, varied shifts so that they don't, you know, there's not tremendous amounts. On some jobs, we have up to 500 people working. So what we're doing is to spread them out, you know, over three shifts, and, and try to keep them, you know, very distant as they continue to work. A lot of these jobs are medical jobs and, and more importantly, research jobs and jobs that, you know, that are continually, you know, need to be producing because everything that they do is done in a timely fashion. So, um, you know, again, healthcare, hospitals, you know, we're a town made up of universities and hospitals. Thank God we are. Okay, we have some great, you know, I mean, on any given day, you know, we joke between, you know, having University of Penn and Thomas Jefferson and, you know, having big players like Blue Cross and, you know, and having all these teaching hospitals. And, I mean, we just, we're just so lucky. You know, John, so do you lucky. have um, any advice that you would give out? If, you know, obviously, um, with your leadership, uh, you know, and I've, I saw recently on, on, on Facebook a post um, you know, you know, coming from IBEW 98 and just an amazing, amazing uh, leadership and representation. Do you have advice for all the building tradesmen that are listening today? Yeah, well, listen, the, 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 you, you're more than welcome to post that letter. You know, I mean, in a matter of, uh, I'd say, no less than 32 hours, we adjusted every benefit we have to make it accessible. You know, our health care sure. eligibility uh, we guaranteed our guys that, you know, we're not going to let this virus cost anybody any of their health coverage. It was amazing. It was amazing. Well, yeah, we did. I mean, we have, we have a deferred, we have, uh, you know, sort of pensions. We have a deferred income, you know, quite a few years ago when we had a, a, a pretty significant recession, we made some money available. We not only, you know, we, that took us 18 months, you know, uh, quite a few years ago to get that accomplished, but, you know, between government agencies and trust funds and things like that, we were able to do that in about 18 hours. We're in the process of doing that for the members. Uh, you know, we have other things that we were we, we not only fund it. You can say, hey, listen, we'll fund, you know, your benefit six months early. But you have to do that, you know, when you have 7,000 people and maybe like 3,500 eligible for something like that. You have to make sure that, you know, that the administrative end is, you know, taken care of because it's already laid out for six months down the road. But we supplied all kind of updated IT and you know, computers for people to work at home. And, you know, we already have most of, you know, what we put in that paper in writing. And, you know, there's assortment of telemedicine. And even though we were gradually getting into it, we were ready to start one with, 
you know, with our main health care provider, which in our case is Blue Cross Personal Choice. We had our telemedicine, you know, scheduled to start, which we still will start May 1st, but we, we jumped the Thomas Jefferson system in right away so that our guys will be able to communicate, you know, online with a doctor. And, you know, even under these circumstances, most people are still getting a doctor within 30 minutes. So on these on these agreements, and again, eventually we'll check out the telemed product that you guys were talking about. But it's about supplying our members with every tool needed to get through these eerie times. Okay, and again, I, I will make sure. I got a lot of kids that, and, and and this sounds crazy, but not good, really haven't you know been out of work much in their career. You know, the, uh, you know, since I've been running the show here, and we have a lot of guys that just don't know. We also have kids that, you know, have kids in private schools and you no know, mortgages and, you know, and thank God they've been able to keep, you know, their wives been able to stay home with the kids. So this is really a, a change for that. John know, so Doherty. We're trying to John, make sure everybody keeps working. John Doherty joining us here tonight on Saturday Night Live with uh, Philly Labor. Uh, Doc, I have uh, two minutes, actually a minute 45 uh, left in the show. Um, I want to give it to you. Um, in the comfort of knowing that you're out there looking out uh, for uh, the city um, and for all of the workers that build this city, uh, I want to give you the last 90 seconds, sir, of open free form uh, on the microphone. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, Joe. Listen, I just want people not only on the construction industry, but in Philadelphia to realize that we are lucky. We're, we're in a city where we have people who actually care about each other. It's a, it's a small, big city around. It's also a very poor city. But people want to help each other. You know, I know one of the contacts we have, we were able to, you know, one of the guys who works for Local 98 supplies the city with 45,000 masks. Okay? So, you know, if somebody calls everybody in this region, everybody in the union movement, everybody in the Philadelphia building trades, will be there to help everyone. We will get through this. We will get through this. I want people, I understand it's nervous. You know, everybody knows, you know, you know, with Sealy, you know, having, you know, some of her health issues, I'm, I'm every day get up and grab, go right for the Clorox wipes. Okay? But we will get through this. You know, and I ended my letter just like I'll end this show. I don't care what you believe in, but I want everybody every night to pray to their God that everybody gets through this safe because I believe in the power of the people I work with and for, and I also believe in the power of prayer. And I think that if we do what we're capable of doing and everybody just, you know, you know, sends one up to the big guy, I think we'll all be all right. You know, we, we understand there's going to be some, you know, people that get really ill, and we just hope that we can get them to the hospital and we can get a cure for this ugly disease, you know, shortly. And I also, after this is over... I hope we all understand that we were kind of spoiled, you know, and I hope that we're all just a tiny bit nicer. We will get through this, and we probably will have a better life for everybody involved. Well done. Well said by John Doherty and a great way to finish the show. Doc, thank you so much, man. Uh, stay healthy. Stay out there. Um, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You're holding the torch, my friend. I appreciate it. Yeah, Joe, sad to say I, I've been through a lot of, a lot of difficult situations. I get up every morning realizing that, you know, you know, we need to leave. So, you know, people like you have been my partners for years. So thank you for that, too. All right. Good thank stuff. You. 
Good stuff from John Dock and a great way to finish the show tonight here on Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor. That's going to do it on this Saturday. We're certainly glad that you joined us for the live show on behalf of John Doherty, on behalf of Jay Doc. Uh, Jay Doc, nice not seeing you tonight, but um, <laughs> I was glad to have you on the show. Uh, and Phil, who did all of the producing in the studio. I'm Joe Kraus. See you next week, everybody. Portions of tonight's edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor have been sponsored by Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, CWA, Communications Workers of America, and AFSME Local 1739, DC 47. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.